welcome to Mansplain in 10, where I take just a few minutes to speak to the men by breaking down something related to manhood and the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Here we go. If you answer a fool according to his folly, you end up being just like the fool. Yet, if you don't answer the fool according to his folly, he will go on in ignorance, continuing in his folly, because without your gracious help, he couldn't imagine being wrong. Now, you have to couple with this reality the tone of our current cultural moment, the current of the stream, uh, the direction the water has been flowing for quite some time. No one wants the, quote, unquote, relieve the fool of his ignorance. Everyone wants the ignore the fool. Everyone wants the, quote, unquote, turn the other cheek, Jesus, not the table flipping Jesus. Everyone wants the peaceful Jesus, but not the Jesus with a sword. Everyone wants the don't answer a fool according to his folly. And no one wants the answer a fool. Everyone seems to think the quote-unquote, high road, is to keep your mouth shut. And now, here, after decades and decades of turning the other cheek, taking the supposed high road, and what do we see? We see fools, fools, and more fools, being wise in their own eyes, continue to deepen the depths of their folly and dragging everyone else into the pit with them. The fools are running amok, with very few Christians willing to relieve them of their ignorance, answering him, lest he be wise in his own eyes. Even supposed pastors and church leaders encouraging the fool with their continual silence. And yet on the other side, oftentimes Christians who do respond end up foolishly letting the fool stay in the driver's seat as they respond according to the fool's folly. So here's the question. With a Bible that says sometimes you answer the fool and sometimes you don't, in a world that tells the men just be quiet, when do we answer the fool? Let me set the framework here a little closer to masculinity. Foolishness doesn't cease with age. Quote, do you see a man who is wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. Proverbs 26, 12 ESV. Which also means that as a man's pride grows, his hope falls lower and lower than that of a fool. You see, pride left unrepented for only grows and hardens with age. Now, men are called to conquer and fight, taking the next acre of land for the glory of God, including the fool, his ignorance, and his evil influence. Now, as we go, we are to define what that next acre should look like God's way, not man's way, not your local bank of emotions, mob of protesters, gathering of consensus, or online reviews, no matter how large these groups may be, how whiny their voices are, or even whether or not they can find a pastor that supports them. Remember, Jesus said, wide is the path that leads to destruction, narrow is the path that leads to eternal life. And so, as men, we take the stand on the word, carving out the next acre to display God's glory, whether that be in your vocation, your home, or the culture, or in a response to a fool. This also applies to fatherhood. Any boy taking a stand for any righteousness is bound to face the fool, especially in a world of social media and digital content where the fool can safely lob stones through his sissy punches from behind a computer screen. 
And as a father, we must train our sons and daughters to know when they should be quiet, when they should respond, and how they should respond, meaning tone, content, and timing. If our boys don't grow up learning this wisdom, they will wind up drinking brewskis with the local fool. Now, there are so many now in their adult years who never had a father teaching them humility and wisdom and grace and truth. And so what happens? Men will fight because that's what men do, but they will fight in foolishness or they will foolishly fight the wrong people. Man after man after man still reaping the consequences of a failed previous patriarchy. Men not having a father to teach them how to respond to life, let alone foolishness. Men not having a sturdy father who isn't shaken by the whims of the fool, who doesn't become controlled or ruled by this person. Men not having a father who helps his children know when and how to respond to the fool. Now, let me give you something else. Foolishness is not a boat isolated and floating out at sea. Foolishness is not just a display or an act. It's actually connected to something. And what is that something? That something is a person. You see, pride begets foolishness. Foolishness is the biological child of pride. When pride comes, then comes disgrace. Proverbs 11, verse 2, the first part, ESV. Wouldn't foolishness be considered a disgrace? And in a world full of Adam's children and a world full of high-road Christians, foolishness surrounds them like an army of Nazi soldiers. And just like those Nazi soldiers, just like pride, it doesn't like to be conquered. Quote, do you see a man who is wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. Proverbs 26, 12. He's not saying that this man isn't a fool. He's saying that he's even worse than a fool. He's greater than a fool, as if a fool wasn't enough. But he's also saying that this person loves the ignorance of thinking himself wise, and to be conquered would be to reveal his foolishness and ultimately his high estimation of self. So the question is, when do you answer the fool? Proverbs 26, 4 and 26, 5 say this, Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest you be like him yourself. Verse 5 says, though, answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. So which is it? It seems, though, in this cultural moment that the only acceptable answer is verse 4. Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest you be like him yourself. It seems like the only acceptable answer is to be quiet and let the fool have the mic. The scholar Bill Mounts has some helpful insight on these two verses. He says that the key is to understand the ambiguous Hebrew preposition K, which is translated as according to. He then points us to the Septuagint, arguably the most important translation of the Old Testament from Hebrew to Greek, and he suggests here the proper understanding. Listen to these words carefully. Do not answer a fool in accordance with his folly, lest you be like him, but answer a fool according to his folly, lest he appear to be wise to himself. The inclusion of but and the shift from in accordance with to according to shows us that it's not a matter of whether or not to respond to a fool, but a matter of how we respond to a fool. 
I think the true temptation for a wise man when faced with folly is to respond in accordance with or in kind. Let me give you an example. The fool says, hey man, your mama is ugly. And nobody loves your mama jokes. And so you respond, yeah, well, your mama lives in a trailer park. The wise person should probably say something like, why would you be checking out my mom, you sicko? You see, if you respond by attacking his mama, you are responding in accordance with his foolishness. And what is that foolishness? You see, the fool thinks your mama is the problem when your mama has nothing to do with the fool's problem. But when you respond in a way that exposes the fool's foolishness, you are responding according to, but not in accordance with. Indeed, you are relieving the fool of his pride and ignorance. Now, if you watch our Lord, he almost always responds to the fool, but never in the same way or in accordance with, but instead according to. For example, in Matthew 21, verse 25, the chief priest asked Jesus, by what authority and who gave you the authority to do what you are doing? Jesus doesn't answer in accordance with their folly, but according to their folly, he answers them with a question. Was John's baptism from heaven or from men? Now, this is brilliant and wise. You see, the religious leaders have carefully considered the fact that if they denied that John's mission was valid, they would be held accountable by the many, many people who believed in John's prophetic office. However, on the flip side, if they admitted the truth of John's activities, then the people would question them with a question like, then why don't you believe him? So you see, what happened was Jesus understood that these foolish leaders had a fundamental problem, and that was that they were rejecting God's authority, and, and Jesus' question exposes their folly. You see, he didn't answer in accordance with, but according to their folly. So I would encourage you, it's not a matter of whether, but which. Certainly there are times to just walk away and let them have the last word, but generally, it's not a matter of whether you respond, but which way you respond. Especially us men, don't assume that the high road is always sitting back while the fools run the world or clowns take the steering wheel. Jesus never responded letting the fool set the agenda. Jesus never let the fool set the tone. Jesus rarely even answered the question that was asked of him when asked by an arrogant fool. Jesus always responded with truth. Why? Because he is truth, and because it is truth that truly sets people free. The fool, however, doesn't interact with the truth wisely. And honestly, he either denies it, suppresses it, twists it, ignores it, and so on. Why? Because the fool is wise in his own eyes. But Jesus presses on the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Now, let me end with this question. What will dad be remembered for? What will you as a man be remembered for? For passively sitting by while the fool continues to think he is wise? While the fool continues to run his life and the life of others into the ground? Or will dad be remembered for relieving the fool of his prideful ignorance? Will dad be remembered for always responding to the fires of the fool? Or will dad lead on, steady, sturdy, and steadfast? Will dad be remembered for letting the fool keep his acreage? 
or for taking it from him for the glory of God. So the next time the fool steps up to the microphone, maybe you should be quiet and walk on. But most likely, the question is not whether to respond, but which way to respond. Do not answer the fool in accordance with his folly, but answer the fool according to his folly. Well, I'd like to thank you for joining me for this episode. If this has been helpful, then please join me on Patreon. And the next time, for Mansplain in 10. Mansplain in 10.